Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. You may have noticed, I don't know if you did or not, I certainly did yesterday, Sky News reported that Tasmanian sawmillers were blaming the state government for the timber shortages currently impacting housing construction across the nation, which we've spoken about on Tasmania Talk. So I thought it's best we check in with Nick Steele. Nick's the CEO of Tasmanian Forest Products Association to see what's really going on. Nick, first of all, good morning. Thanks for your time. Good morning, Mike. First of all, what exactly was this a Sky News story reporting for those that didn't see it. To me, and I'll say it up front, I think it's a beat-up, but tell me tell me about the story so for those that didn't hear it, weren't aware of it. Well, it's uh, pretty hard to explain because it really was a mismatch of cliches and, from my point of view, a totally unprofessional journalism. I assume he's fairly new. Um, he basically flew in from Sydney. He spun the chocolate wheel of all the forestry cliches and made a story from it. So he's basically to- totally confused all the different different timber products we have in Tasmania as a diversified industry. So one of the key points he tried to put across in the story was around supply. So really from our point of view, it's a mill capacity is the constraint, not log supply. So for us, um, to get our mill upgrade, to obviously try and meet future supply and demand, it's going to take a lot of money. So then approvals and then construction commissioning. But the really good news is there is that We've got a state government who's put in uh, $10 million towards a grants program, and that was one of the election commitments. Mm. And we're hoping to see that soon for further downstream value-adding on our island. It is. It, it's, uh, look, we, we know that the tradies are having difficulty getting product, but it's not just wood, it's rebar, it's all sorts coming across anything from the mainland. But is there um, a shortage, I mean, in, in Tassie? And can we um, do it all ourselves is basically... Uh, the thought, and I'm, I'm thinking, I tend to think Tasmanian millers um, really do have uh, the opportunity to uh, take it on board. I suppose, well, yeah, I suppose in terms of housing construction, we're sort of seeing the perfect storm at the moment. So in terms of we've got a high demand for new homes, we've got government stimulus packages in place, we've got a desperate need for increased social housing, and the key there is we've got, we need to put more trees in the ground. Mm. And that's why we're seeing an increase in demand, so therefore to meet that supply is very hard because our mills are running at capacity. So the concern that came out through that story from Sky, from some of the sawmillers, uh, firstly, it's not a, not a uh, TFPA issue, that's an STT issue, issue, and we don't speak on their behalf. However, I would say all sawmillers saw are concerned about potential reductions going forward. Mm. But this, this is something we all have to work through and hopefully work through together and constructively. I mean, the story did stay, and I looked at that and I thought, and I tend, I totally agree with you. I thought, what's this guy on about? It stated we don't actually have a supply problem as such here in Tasmania. It's just that a lot of it's being exported out of Tassie and overseas. I mean, and then I noticed he pointed to all the wood chip piles and Bernie, etc. Yes. Well, the claim, I suppose one of the claims was around radiata, so that's one of our plantation yeah. um, species, and that's not saying it's been exported overseas, but that's only part of the log. So some of the radiata is exported, such as logs in the article, and they're bent or twisted and therefore cut short or uh, the thin tops. And the ones in the story that actually were shown in the footage, they've been, they've been sitting there since the China log trade suspension. So that just shows that currently certain markets are going to be outside Australia for processing. And, and I suppose the other point around the softwood resource, it's privately owned mm. and is managed on a commercial basis. So having access, access to an ex- export outlet is critical. So we need to maintain that commercial price pressure, 
but also if there's a surge capacity when domestic mills cannot take logs. So we, we need that obviously out there sometimes for exports. Nick, what are the current processes then in Tassie? Say that again? What are the current processes here in Tassie? I mean, you, you're hence, you know, the Forest Products Association. So how do we work it? How does it... I mean, we're not short here in Tasmania of wood supplies. No, I suppose we've always long advocated for an increasing in domestic supply. So there's been past pressures where public area has been put under reserves and really now it's taking effect in reducing available timber supplies. So another issue for Australia is um, that's a bit of a sovereign, sovereign risk issue is that we have to import an amount of timber into Australia each year and that's around 25%. Um, we can farm it here and we should but the really thing is and that's for the policy people in government to come up with is to look at how we can actually get more trees in the ground. So if we can get more trees in the ground that will solve a lot of it. That's going to take time though. So if you think of a, a pine plantation that's between 30 and 40 years before you actually get something back. And so it's, and it's used, all on private property too, of course, so we need to, to reiterate that. But that would be a definite solution. But like you said, it's a long wait. It is. It's um, Obviously, that's hard for currently for housing construction because uh, they are going uh, very, very well in terms of trying to get houses up. But mm. I suppose looking long term, we need to come up with, from a national point of view, a policy whereby we can actually think about how we can actually become a sovereign, uh, reduce that sovereign risk issue and actually think about how we can actually uh, grow all the timber for our needs in Australia. Good call. And, uh, yeah, we do. And I know that uh, in uh, Tasmania, I mean, God, I can't believe how successful it's been here, but we we don't conduct the whole process here, though, do we? No, in certain parts we do. So in terms of, um, I think, think a really good example is we grow our radio pines here and that gets processed at Bell Pay. So it's a, a company called Timberlink and that timber goes to our hardware stores. So in Tasmania. So that's that's a really good loop. Um, some of our hardwoods, that gets processed here, um, but then that might get sent, can, can go overseas or can actually go into the domestic market too. But as, as usual with uh, certain types of logs, some of it will be residues or wood chips and that, that gets sent away as well. So it doesn't get processed here. Um, mm. Again, we need to think about from a state perspective, and this is, I suppose, where that $10 million has been looked at, is in terms of how we can do more on island. And I think the majority of the industry is a, a big believer in terms we want to do more on island so we can actually create more jobs on island as well. Mm, I can't agree more, Nick, in that regard. It is a, a successful business currently, and I know uh, how passionate you are about it, but there's certainly some inconsistencies in that story. Um, the part that um, I was interested in is the part that was um, the saw logs are split and sent off to the wood chip and every, everything is being exported overseas. I thought that's a, that's a pretty major statement. Yeah, I suppose um, it'd be good to back up with the evidence that every saw log does that. That, that, that wouldn't be the case at all. Um, there's obviously all different categories of saw logs. There's high quality saw logs right down and they've all got different uses. So um, our high quality saw logs, we can turn that into great timber or wooden products. Certainly some of the um, lower quality is, can be turned into uh, paper and different products as well, which is um, wood chips. So there's always good uses for um, our timber and I suppose the good thing about it is renewable mm. and an even better thing about it, it actually assists with climate change. So in uh, storing carbon. 
It does indeed. In that uh, regard, just as an aside, uh, Nick, I'd love your thoughts on uh, the protest that's uh, possibly going to be in the Tarkine on Sunday. And they say it's supposed to be a major protest. Are you concerned about that? Yeah, always. I think um, especially for the businesses in that area, um, they always say that peaceful protests, that they, they continually forget that there's workers there trying to actually undertake a living. Yeah, exactly. And if they stop that, that stops those contractors from actually undertaking a, a lawful living. Um, again, there's other ways to protest. We support protesting. We always should, but there's means and ways of doing it and to stop people going about their local business is not one of them. So if you had to summarise that story in just a paragraph, Nick, from Sky, and, and, and say how well are we doing? Um, I think from an industry we're doing uh, well. I think in terms of uh, our supply, again, it's not putting it back onto the industry. This is a, a capacity issue at the moment because, as I said before, we're hitting that perfect storm in terms of housing and industry construction. It's a boom at the moment. Mm. Um, so in terms of thinking about going forward for forestry, um, we need to consider how we can meet that future demand. And that all comes back down to planting more trees. Planting more trees. Good call. Nick, always a pleasure to talk with you, mate. Really appreciate your time this morning. Nick Steele, the CEO of the Tasmanian Forest Products Association, the TFPA. Nick, have a good weekend. Good to talk to you. Thanks, Mike. Thank you very much for your time this morning. Uh, interesting. And I appreciate what Nick was saying. So are your thoughts forestry 1300 00 Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin weekday mornings from 9.